Oh, yeah. Oh, very nice. Hold on. Now I got to pour my drink into my Taco Bell drink canister for full authenticity. Oh, did you get a beverage? Yeah. I should have got a beverage. Oh, uh, I should have got the Baja Blast. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Like, well, okay, let's explain what's happening real quick, boys. Good, good what idea. we did. So I don't just start like babbling. All right, so here's what we're doing. We were like, I think secretly we all just wanted an excuse to eat Taco Bell. And so we all we were like, oh, well, like, it's like we're the Doughboys. We'll just do like a mini Doughboys section where we do we review Taco Bell. So we all ate Taco Bell, and now we're going to talk about it. So get excited for that. <laughs> I, I feel like I should put in the description when we stop talking about Taco Bell. Absolutely. For you should. Like, yeah. All right, yeah. so look in the description if you want to not hear about Taco Bell. I but like deep down, you want to hear about Taco Bell, right? I mean, why else would you yeah, come be on. alive? I didn't. <laughs> be alive? I mean, there's very few things to talk about. Well, I mean, I again, I, I seriously, like, this is, like, not even a tribute. We didn't listen to Dope. I didn't listen to Doughboys once this week. I should have gone and listened to the, the Taco Bell episode just to get hyped up. But I, I just I just wanted to eat Taco Bell. Yeah. And I will tell what, you. What more reason do you need? Yeah. Before I went and bought it, which was, like, literally, like, an hour ago, I had worked out and yesterday i drank like the most of over the course of several hours i've drank in a long time like i had like six hard seltzers and i'm sure the kids at home are like six hard seltzers like fuck you okay that's a lot for an adult and uh and i today i woke up and i was just like bloated and like feeling unhealthy and fat and that's and then, when you knew that's that's when it, it occurred to you the perfect thing you could eat was taco bell right and so like i was after working out i i was just like oh god I don't want to eat Taco Bell. But then I'm glad I ate Taco Bell. Uh, let's get into our orders, huh? What did you guys get? I want to hear what you guys got. We had a lot of deliberation about how we were going to do this, and this is going great so far. I can start us off. I, so I, I was very confused about what the plan was. So I got a cheesy gordita crunch, a crunch wrap supreme, and then I was told to get one thing of my choice. So I got the uh, what, what was like their signature item, the toasted cheddar chalupa. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I I would just want to tell you what that is real quick. They like take the tortilla and they fry it and like uh, cheddar cheese. It's kind of like a cheddar cheese bagel, and then it's just a chalupa. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and spoilers before we tell the rest of it. It was amazing. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. It was. I was very skeptical when I pulled it out huh. of the wrapper. I was like, this looks kind of gross, but it was. It was amazing. Yeah. Hayden, what did you get? I got a bunch of stuff. I got. Uh, I think all of those items, except for the last one that Jeff mentioned, I got uh, several soft tacos. I got several hard tacos. I, some of them are the Dorito type of hard taco shell. I got I got uh, a chicken chicken burrito, a bean and cheese burrito. Um, I got a couple things that they suggested because I asked them what is the the worst thing I could possibly get for me on your menu, and and she told me it was a um, chicken chipotle melt quesadilla. So that's what I got. <laughs> And then I, I have really how is a quesadilla a melt? What do they? It's already melted cheese. What do they do to it? Marketing oh, no, was sitting there, and they're like, "We need another adjective here." Champ. Yeah, ooh, and like, yeah. melt, melt. Call the melts. That way, if you give you a quesadilla and the cheese isn't melted, they'd be like, "Well, you didn't order the melt." Well, you should. Oh, order you the just melt. got a quesadilla. We just filled uh, 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 two pieces of tortilla with with frozen cheese. Was that one out? You wanted it melted. <laughs> Not understood. Why have you guys ever had? I don't know how I used to eat a Taco Bell. I mean, when I was a teenager, I would eat. I think I ate Taco Bell at least twice a week, minimum. I would I would go before or after hockey practice to eat Taco Bell because it was the only way I could get even remotely enough calories to fund the energy I was expending 
you know, being a teenager and also playing hockey. So, but have you ever had, you know how a lot of the stuff at Taco Bell, they put in the like toaster. I don't know what the hell it is, but they like, you know, they like put it in like a heat like press. So it melts the inside cheese slash also puts a nice brown layer yeah, like on the a, outside. A panini thing. Yeah, it's like a panini thing. Exactly. Uh, have you ever had one where they forgot to do that? <laughs> First of no. all, how the fuck do you forget? Because I feel like you have to really look at the thing, right? I got a Crunchwrap Supreme once that they did not do that to, and it was like ice cold. <laughs> and I was, I was just like shocked. But let me tell yeah. you, when I like fa- I pan fried at my house, best one I've ever had. So Ooh, I, 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 and then, yeah, and then I was like, oh, I'll just do this every time. It was so good when I did it myself because it was consistent and it was nice. I used a little olive oil, so I got a little crunch on there. And then, and so I asked him, I was like, yeah, can I get that not in your panini machine? And no one has ever let me do it. Not a oh. single Taco Bell restaurant since has let me do it. Those sick bastards, those sick 18 year old fucks working there. Yeah just denying me like that and and i i was a teenager working in a restaurant i was an idiot sorry andrew what did you order what did you get okay so i was feeling fat and bloated so i only got two things i normally get a crunch wrap supreme and a cheesy gordita crunch because those two are just i mean those are items and this time i was like okay i'm gonna get a crunch wrap and i'm gonna get and then i was like i'm just gonna whatever has the new like new badge next to it on the menu i'm gonna get and there was one on the value play menu, and I was like, okay, this sounds horrible. So let's get that. It was like a Chipotle chicken cheesy wrap or something like that, or Roundup. I forgot what they called it. I don't, I, I left, I forgot. I didn't ask for a seat. I was so stupid. I, I should have. And uh, it was the worst thing I've ever had at Taco Bell. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so bad. Like, you know, the menu, you're like, oh, yeah, that looks great. And then you get it, you're kind of like, what the fuck? Who, who designed this? It was like supposed to have like chipotle sauce in it and cheese and chicken, and that was it. And, Pretty simple. And I like okay, let me let me walk you through this. What happened? So I ordered <laughs> these things, and then the guy was like, "Hey, do you want a sauce?" And I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I do." And he was like, "Which ones?" And I was like, "Give me a nice variety. I like to I like to mix it up. You know, I want like a little medium. I want some mild. I want some hot. I want a bunch. I want a bunch of flavors." This little shit only gives me hot. He gives me like six hots. I was like, God damn it. What is with every fast food restaurant near my fucking house? It's because if you guys recall, I, I went to Wendy's that one time and it was a problem. I went to this Taco Bell and it was equally a problem. So that that, that was bad. It was cold too. I got I ate it. It was cold. I was like, what the fuck? So it was, a, it was a subpar Taco Bell experience. That said, still a great Taco Bell experience because the Crunchwrap Supreme was fucking good. You had cold Taco Bell, and it was still a great experience? I would say if you cut that Chipotle chicken thing out, yeah, it was an awesome experience. Oh, okay. Like, even the Crunchwrap wasn't very well done, but it was still good. Okay. Was the rest of it warm? Oh, the Crunchwrap was, yeah. Okay, that's good. All right. And the Crunchwrap Supreme, I I remember... Do you guys remember when they came out, the Crunchwrap Supreme? No. No. Uh, Okay. Okay, She's like, there I was. It was 1237 a.m. I remember seeing an advertisement in high school for the Crunchwrap Supreme, or I don't know. I think I was able to drive, or one of my friends was able to drive. But that's how young I was. I was 15 or 16, and I called. I don't even remember who it was. I called him. I was like, I saw an ad on TV. They're like, Crunchwrap Supreme, new. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, holy (laughs) shit. Like, this is incredible. The Crunchwrap Supreme looks like the greatest Taco Bell item ever made, and it is. And I called my friend who was also really into Taco Bell. I don't like it was every teenage boy I knew. I was like, 
we have to go to Taco Bell right now. Like right now. I think it was like three thirty in like on like a you know Saturday, and I got two Crunchwrap Supremes, and uh, that was a glorious day. I remember. <laughs> like this is what I mean. I remember it. I remember my first Crunchwrap, first two technically, and God, they're good. If you need to go to Taco Bell to get a Crunchwrap Supreme, I don't blame you. If anyone's just like, I just need a Crunchwrap, I'm like, I get it. So, yeah, I, I had a good, I had a good time. Love Taco I, Bell, man. I I like getting Taco Bell for for the aspect of just going all out and getting a bunch of food at, at Taco Bell. But I, I do have one complaint. Like I I was in a gluttonous frenzy when I was at Taco Bell, ordering everything I could off the menu. I spent like twenty five bucks at Taco Bell today, but I feel like it doesn't fill you up as much. Oh no! Yeah, no, no, no. Like I spent that much at Taco Bell, and I'm like full. But I could have spent eight dollars at Cafe Max or a Chipotle burrito or something along those lines, and been like more full. I don't do, know. Do you feel that way? Absolutely. And I've counted oh, the calories opposite. before, and I'm like, I just ate two thousand calories of Taco Bell, and I could eat more. The thing, like, the volume thing. It's like yeah. they, they need to put some rice in there or something. I need yeah, more. Maybe like, it's bulk. just not enough carbs. Yeah. Here's a thick ass question. How do you guys feel about leftover Taco Bell? Did you say never had leftover? Taco oh, Bell. see, your boy has. Cause I also, I used to, my eyes were too big for my stomach and I'd order like, yeah, like, <laughs> cause $8 at Taco Bell is, I mean, that's like a fucking football field's worth of food. It's an incredible yeah. amount of quantity for $8. When I, and when I was younger, like I said, I would, I would just be like, fuck yeah, 17 burritos. Sure. Oh, and it's it's like you know they had like the taco boxes at one point. They're like fifty tacos for six dollars. So I was like, yeah, of course I'm <laughs> yeah. doing that. It was and it translated right to college when bars were like nickel shot night, and I was like, oh, of course I'm going to nickel shot night. Like who who wouldn't go to nickel shot night? It's it was dollar shot night actually, and uh, th- they were a dollar each at the downer, and. You know, no one in our generation carries cash because we're smart. I can get into that another time. But in so the minimum on a credit card was eight dollars, and oh, the downer, yeah. the downer. Oh, at, I do remember. Okay, that. yeah, the downer, a single call it drink was three dollars. So you had to spend five dollars on something. So I would just always buy five shots. And this is where dollar shot night and dollar burritos at Taco Bell fall in the same category of dangerous for your existence. Well, way to bring it yep. right back around. That was Thank good. <laughs> but that, so doesn't that go against the argument? Like eight dollars, eight burritos—that's a lot of food. They just don't fill me up. They're so uh, small. Yeah, they—they they like did. Each of the burritos is just—I like they wrap it individually, and it—it's—it's but it's bite-sized. Like you don't have that. They reduce their quantity notably, in my opinion. Yeah, really? maybe. Maybe I bet it used to be a lot better, but. Yeah, I remember when they used to have the dollar chicken burrito, and I would buy four of those, and I was like gorged on four of them because they were like really like juicy, girthy ass burritos. They like felt like filling. And then Taco Bell realized like, oh my god, we can charge more for these, and they did. <laughs> you know what the thing might be? I bet the Taco Bell in Portland that Jeff's going to is just putting way more sawdust in the food than our Taco Bell are. That, that, so the, the filling. <laughs> Wasn't there a bit about that? That uh, Taco Bell, like the meat is only like 60% yeah, meat. Yeah, so it's, it's you thinking like of Subway, D. right? No. Oh, was, was that Subway? Well, you, I think you're half the Subway's like two. their chicken's not even considered chicken in Ireland because yeah. not, there's not enough chicken and the, in it. And their bread is considered cake. 
because of the yes, sugar because there's the too much. Is that what they decided? The bread. Yeah. Oh my gosh, which yeah. is comical. <laughs> yeah. So Subway's or not Subway? I don't. I think I think Taco Bell had to change this. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, dedicated listeners. But Taco Bell, Taco Bell's meat was grade D, which meant that there was more soy in it than beef. So it was like 60% soy and 40% actual beef. And they're like, you can't call this beef. And so Taco Bell was like, shit. <laughs> okay. So what's the, what's like grade, you know, C meat? And grade C is like 50 50, and you can call it beef. So now they have like grade C meat or something like that. <laughs> it's a, Taco Bell is a historic monument in my mind. Oh, oh, Andrew, you gotta, you gotta call it back. Call it back. It's a widespread rumor that Taco Bell is not, it's, also, Justin, Taco Bell, Taco Bell beef is not grade D. Oh, thank God. It's 88% beef and 12% signature recipe, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, that's sawdust. Okay, great. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I'm glad I'm Let's wrong put some about fluffer that. fluffer in that meat. Because uh, I think their beef isn't as bad. Everyone's like, it's still gross. It's really not that bad. I'm sorry. Like, it's fine. It does the job. What, what do you think of their chicken? I think it's good. I don't mind it. Really? Yeah. Never mind it. I used to. I mean, I'm sure it's not. I don't think I've ever gotten. I'm sure it's the same quality chicken that they use at Subway, which can't be illegally called chicken in this in the country of Ireland, but here it's (laughs) great. (laughs) My thing is, I live and breathe by, and a lot of people give me shit for this, and I don't understand why. But if the FDA says you're good to go, I'm like, great, we're good to go. I I don't see. Is it healthy for me? I know it's not. I'm eating at a fast food restaurant where that like. The kid who handed me my food this evening, I could have been his father. That's how young he was. It was, like, disturbing. And I don't feel like I should be the father anyway. So I was like, holy shit. Like, so anyway, what I'm trying to say is it's a lowbrow establishment, and I know that. So I don't see the problem. Yeah, you're going there fully yeah. aware. So why do you guys think it is, like, Taco Bell, I feel like more than any other fast food restaurant, has at least a higher... I don't know a what stigma. to call it. People like it more. Oh, like I think people Wendy's hate it. and McDonald's and Carl's Jr. No, I, I cheese. Everybody I know, <laughs> cheese thinks, is the difference. All right, I, I'm not going to finish this thought then. Apparently, it's wait. Cheese. Hold on, <laughs> I, Jeff. You, you know more people who like Taco Bell than dislike it because I feel like anytime, yes. anytime I have the conversation, and also email us your favorite fast food restaurant at tangent.quest.podcast.gmail.com. Anytime I have the conversation of what's your favorite fast food restaurant and i say taco bell people are like oh you're sick you sick shit. what do they say I, what I, is I, their answer to that well question? you know what a lot of people do is they think that chipotle and qdoba are, are like those type of restaurants those are fast casual not fast food yeah 100 i think they're very different well and some people are like in and out and i also don't think that counts no. i think fa- i'm talking fast food chains that are easily accessible for everyone if we lived in california yeah. i might say okay fine since we can all have access to it but yeah i agree and in and out the thing is like i don't want to tangent into in and out in and out is really good but i think it's because it's a commodity like something that you can't get or something it's not a commodity it's not something you can get all the time that's why everyone shits their fucking pants about it especially yeah, people going like off the scarcity ratio yeah. yeah it's like anything that's hard to find you think it's better for some reason even if it's still just it's i mean don't get me wrong and that's good and i really like it but it's not like if people talk about it like it's like saving the world from global warming or something it's it's not it's good it's not life-saving or like life-changing either I, and anytime in california i definitely get it but yeah i i'm surprised that people you have friends who say openly say they like taco bell because i swear you're the only two people i talk to who are like yeah taco bell's good so who what do you think your friends conglomerately on average think is the best 
fast food like restaurant. Like fast, fast, like true fast food. I get a lot of people who say Wendy's, honestly, which okay. surprises I, me. Wendy's is a close second. Really? Well, I think Taco Bell. Is Taco Bell your favorite? That's the average. That's the average of like the people I know for a fast food restaurant. They they go crazy over Taco Bell. You know what's one that doesn't get up there is McDonald's. No one talks about like none of my friends talk about McDonald's, and I think McDonald's is probably my number two. I think it's actually McDonald's and Burger King. I think are both pretty dang good. They've really upped their game. Taco Bell has literally I said, like how "Fuck your it." There. <laughs> pretty dang, dang good. <laughs> Edit that out so, so I sound hot. Whoever's editing this. No, one. not a chance. I'm gonna make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it might not be considered fast food fast food but if if you had like 10 bucks in your wallet would you be more full after going to chipotle or taco bell oh if you spend 10 dollars at taco bell you're you're in some trouble like wouldn't that get you like four crunch wraps yes beans? it would get you almost five i think yeah i definitely taco bell or you can just get you can get like don't they still have the like taco boxes which are like staggeringly cheap I mean, they're literally like giving tacos away for free. They're like, buy 50 tacos, get 180 for free. And it's just like, okay. And this is also how I've learned that Taco Bell can be good leftover if you do it right. But anyway, yeah. I, I would say I would be more full from Taco Bell. You, you just got to do it mm-hmm. right. If you're going for on pure but, quantity status, like if I'm like, I'd rather not feel like sick for two days, I'd go to Chipotle. Maybe I just messed up my order. I don't know. Maybe I need a round two Taco Bell. Wait, so hey, I know you don't eat a ton of fast food, but what is your ranking of fast food restaurants? Like top three. The things I get at some fast food restaurants might be not what they're aiming for. Like I, I almost exclusively eat breakfast at McDonald's. I, okay. I'm not sure I've gotten a burger there in forever. So you and, rank and that like cream. number number one? Uh, yeah, yeah. I put McDonald's for their ice cream and uh, egg McMuffins or whatever breakfast there is. And then I think I'd go Taco Bell and I don't know. I'm running out of maybe it's like what all counts as a fast food restaurant. Just toss something like out there. A list. If, it, if it's got a drive in and it's drive like, through, it's probably a fast food drive through. Yeah. Thank you. Probably like smash burger or more burger joints versus like Subway. I used to eat Subway pretty often. And then for whatever reason, I just got grossed out by it. It is kind of gross. It, it is kind of gross. Like it's pretty gross. One time, my friend's mom in high school, she worked at Subway. Like, she was, like, a VP at Subway. And she gave us all $50, like, gift cards to Subway because she was just like, I have these. Do you want them? We're like, yeah, of course we do. And so, you know, when you have free money to Subway and you're a piece of shit, you say, what's the most expensive sandwich you can make at Subway? <laughs> and we made $26 sandwiches, like a single sandwich. We were like, we told the person behind the counter, we are like, put everything on this to make it as expensive as possible and it was it was like <laughs> i will tell you one of the grossest thing i've ever ate they must have just been like frying whole chicken breasts and adding them as it was like yo yeah. Yeah, seriously they're like okay like we can put every meat on it and we're like perfect do it and they're like okay every specialty like bake sauce and all this i was like we're like on on there and it was i hope they enjoyed that oh they did like they were the they're pumped of about being it. an employee yeah, yeah. because right, they're like good. we will never get to do this again i was like yeah there's no way you'll, you'll never get to do it again yeah. and make money on it that's for sure so i know it's gross. not i know it's not fast food fast food but i remember in high school going to five guys with it with our little lunch group and you could choose as many things you want on the burger as they have options for and i would get everything and they would be like everything yeah everything even all the sauces, every sauce, put every single sauce. It was more like a puddle of a burger at the end of it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I remember 
trying to like we i did that with you once and i tried to pick it up i was like you can't pick this up it like like crumbled from the like can i get a spoon to finish this burger yeah yeah i remember having to get a fork and being like this is the worst way to eat a burger in the history of time it wasn't a smart idea no it was pretty they were probably like fuck these guys and they just covered it in extra sauce (laughs) yeah they're like they they want to make poor decisions absolutely i don't i think fast food workers hate young people more than anyone to be honest with you because young people yeah. ask yeah. for ridiculous stuff for the memes of it you know and i got thank god we were doing this before instagram but like you know now kids are like i'm gonna put this on instagram i'm gonna make a tiktok about it and then it's like you're just torturing these poor minimum wage workers to death essentially <laughs> i mean i don't know the, the teenagers running like i didn't see anyone over the age of 20 in at the taco bell i went to and they were listening to like really shitty rap music and stuff like all right you guys are having a good time in here but can you make my food not suck and cold (laughs) apparently not nope is taco bell your favorite fast food restaurant me yeah taco bell yeah yeah it's taco bell yeah Yeah, okay for sure okay i think it's a nostalgia thing i don't think taco bell is the best but it's my favorite i think it's the most edible it's the one I want to continue to go back to to eat. See, I I would agree with you, and uh, you know, there's all these people who are like, oh, I get I get diarrhea from Taco Bell. It's like, yeah, do I have never gotten diarrhea from Taco Bell? Either <laughs> you're it's all never made weak, me or I'm very powerful. It's hard to tell. Yeah, I'm very powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with the latter. I like to think that. My colon is incredibly powerful. Wait, have you guys... You can cut this out if you don't want to talk diarrhea, but have you guys gotten diarrhea? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm curious. Like, is this a common thing or is it a meme? Getting diarrhea what? Like, from getting, Taco like, Bell? serious stomach issues from Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Never, I have. You have? Me. Okay. Yeah, totally. Jeff? I've gotten full-on food poisoning from Taco oh, Bell. Oh, see, that's different. I'm talking, like, normal... Eh, I don't know about that. Mm, yeah. Good. You've gotten food poisoning from Taco Bell and you still are cool with eating it? Yeah, well, you get over food poisoning. Like, well, I don't know. Like, I I didn't get food poisoning from Motomaki, but I ate Motomaki while having food poisoning, and I will never go to that restaurant food again. Food aversion. I yeah. think, yeah. I didn't eat Taco Bell immediately after for a while, but I, at a point, like, I feel like the need to soldier through, and I'm like, I'm going to go try this again because I, I don't want to narrow my food options for the rest of my life, and I know that, like, it's fine. It was probably just that isolated thing. Hmm. That's fair. You know, I wouldn't tell this story if uh, I was still dating my ex, but since she's my ex, I'm definitely gonna tell it. So we was, uh, speaking of food points, one time we we went to Costco and we got Costco has like those pre made meals. You guys have been to Costco, you know that. Um, and we yeah, got yeah. the 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 lasagna, and the lasagna from Costco is really fucking good. If you go and get it, you should. It's really awesome. And it's really fast too. It's like 50 minutes in the oven. And you have a beautiful lasagna. Okay, enough selling Costco without a sponsorship. So we got that and we made it. And this poor girl had, I mean, the worst food poisoning I've ever witnessed. She was she was throwing up from like 3 a.m. to like 8 a.m. nonstop. And I was like, it was like, I was like, oh my God, like there's nothing you can do. You just have oh, to, no. but I ate it too. And I didn't get food poisoning. Like mm-hmm. we had, we were together. This was over the weekend. We were together all weekend and ate, like, I mean, we were at the same restaurants. We had the same, we had everything the same. Like down to like, we even had breakfast that morning. We had the same, like at a restaurant, we both got the same thing because we both wanted the same thing. And we were just like, I don't know if there's like one bad piece of beef in it or something. But anyway, I've never seen like. That's my thought. Yeah. Like it could be like an isolated piece of chicken that got a little broad. Yeah. Or didn't get cooked all the way or something, something like that. Yeah. And they got that piece. Or 
you just your your system's strong, strong like ox. Well, this is what I'm saying. I think I might just be very powerful, a very. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I mean, she could definitely be more sensitive. Absolutely, to it than you are. I think like, she did have a yeah. sensitive stomach. Now that I'm thinking about it, but anyway, I've never seen so like I I've had food poison. I've never had food poisoning. I've had like the stomach flu. But food poisoning just looks, I mean, I have never been more afraid of someone's well-being ever. Mm. It, you're just like, yeah. you're just like a fountain of, of matter coming out of your body. <laughs> and it's so awful. <laughs> and there's just, a, and you don't want to eat. You don't want to drink. And it, you're, you're just miserable. I was like, oh my God. I like took the day off work. It was like a Monday morning. I was like, I'll, I'll take the day off to make sure you're not dying. It was uh yeah, that was an experience. So I, I, the fact, and she, okay. So the end of the story is she, even that was the very first year we were dating, which was three years ago that she still refuses to eat lasagna. Like no like, way. All lasagna. Oh. lasagna. Like no, yeah. no go. See, that's, that's why you got to soldier through a little bit. Like don't eat it right away. I get that your body has a reaction, but at some point, like, man, don't you, don't you still want lasagna in your life? Like lasagna. So See, good. I stand by, I was like, I was like, you know, every time we went to Costco, like I, I gave it a year and then after that, I was like, eh, want to go? Because like, I really <laughs> like it. I think it's really good. And so yeah. I never, I, I should have bought it. I was at Costco today. I should have bought it. Do not go to Costco right now. People were fucking not COVID friendly. Yeah, it's Sunday, man. Yeah, it was I bet Costco bad. Sundays are insane. And I was just like, you people are being like ruthless. And I was like, they're not going to run out of food. Like, what is happening? <laughs> You're acting like this is like a football game. It was crazy. It's like scarcity complex yeah. just going was, in everyone's minds. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And they're out of sparkling water. I had to buy fucking Pellegrino. Did you guys try the, have you seen the Bud Light Seltzer holiday pack? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> they have <clears throat> four new flavors. Peppermint patty, gross. Oh, God. Ginger snap, surprisingly good. Cranberry, okay. very good. And apple crisp, really good. So we didn't name this this segment, but we should call it Tangent Quest Tries, and we'll call it TQT, <laughs> and we just try things that everyone in the fucking world has tried, but we do it and then review it. <laughs> <laughs> so next time on TQT, we'll do a Bud Light Seltzer Holiday Pack. Uh, okay. So that was Tangent Quest Tries. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I like. I had a, fun. I really like yeah. talking about it. So. <laughs> Man, what a it was an event. What a what a unique idea. Yeah, we're really but, pressing boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you guys how okay, how often do you dive into people like do you ever see someone comment something where you're like, "Oh, fuck this guy." And you have to go through it. Like I go through people's profiles all, all the time. time. No I think it's way. so interesting. Yeah, all, all I'm so fucking Yeah. Oh. I I'm I've never I, done know, this. Talk, oh, dude, it's a good time. Really? Oh, fucking go do it, dude. I uh one of my favorites of all time was I follow it's called E30, which is the BMW model I have. And it's like the, it's really old, and it's kind of like has a niche fan base, and so we all, all of us in the E three D subreddit just jerk each other off about our cars. It's great. So there's this kid that posted in there too often, and he always posted like the same three questions. He's like, "I'm 14, and in two years I want to buy an E thirty as my first car." And every time all of us would post like, "Dude, you like I." You should not own a vintage BMW as your first car. Are they cool? Yeah, but stop fucking stop posting this every fucking week. The answer is always going to be the damn same. <laughs> do not do it. Like you can't afford it. Your parents can maybe, but they shouldn't. You shouldn't own vintage cars when you're that young. Anyway, so I go. I, I was like, just getting so tired of this kid. I was like, does he just harass every? Like, what is this kid's deal? 
And he does this to a bunch of different car subreddits. He's like, when I turn 16, I'm going to buy this car. What do you guys think of blah, blah, blah. And everyone in every subreddit is just like, dude, get the fuck out of here. You don't own one. Get the fuck out. You're 14. You don't even know how to drive. Like, well, you're adding nothing to our subreddits. And these are small, niche subreddits. So, like, they're active communities. And one time, this was my favorite comment of all time. He was, he did it to another. Have you know, have you guys ever heard of the Toyota AE86? No. It's the car from the the anime Initial D. Oh yeah, we've talked about that. this. Okay, I have seen it because you showed us okay, pictures. Okay, okay. So then it's the Initial D car. Yeah. It had it's a, and it's it's like the E30. It has a really super cult following, and people who own them jerk each other off really hard about it. So he po- he po- he was also like, I'm gonna get an AE86. Like I'm gonna get one when I turn 16. Everyone in that subreddit had the same reaction as the E30 <laughs> subreddit. And someone posted, he was like, I am driving my AE86 to the fucking crusher right now because of you. I if you, people like you want to own one, I don't want one of my I don't want my fucking car. And the kid commented, no joke, five times saying, please don't, please don't destroy your car. I'll buy it right now. Please don't destroy your car. And like he like bought it. I was like, oh my god, this is just like fucking gold anyway so for all you children out there don't buy a vintage bmw unless you have a lot of money anyway (laughs) but this moral of the story is hayden i can't believe you don't dive into people's comment histories well well what what am i looking for am i looking for specific cases or is it like the people who annoy you that you want to check that they're you know trolling what 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 i look for when i dive in jeff why do you do it I have an answer. Why do you do it, Jeff? I want to see if we're on the I, I think I, it goes twofold. One is very unhealthy, and one is curiosity. Like, if I see someone post something that is just, like, very malicious, and often it's in more, like, local subreddits. Like, I, the Portland subreddit's pretty active, so I'll go through there, and if someone posts something, like, very hateful or spiteful, I'm like, what is this person's problem? And I'll go through and look at what their problem is and be like, oh, they have a problem, and I'll download a bunch of shit, and that's not very healthy. And the other times are usually, like, and ask reddits when people like uh have like a really interesting take or if i'm in um i don't know like a podcast over at something kind of niche and i'm just kind of curious like what are these people also like then i'll go through and it's kind of a way to like find new subreddits and whatnot that's not a bad plan mine's super unhealthy i just want validation why i hate this guy or girl yeah you're like you're a bad person like, aren't you <laughs> yeah 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 Stop being such a little asshole or whatever. I'm always just like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find a reason to hate this person the most. <laughs> Let me prove that you were an asshole before. Exactly. Therefore, making this even more of an and asshole. And sometimes, like, on big threads, like on big-ass Reddit threads, sometimes people will post, like, a, a answer to the question. And this is, I guess, the healthier version. Maybe not. And I'm like, oh, I totally agree with this. I wonder what else this person's like. Is this person like me? And then I go through their comment history to see and the answer is always nope this person just has one similar opinion to me this person sucks most redditors like ourselves kind of suck so i guess that's i don't know you know when you're free to when you're free to have an anonymous alias i feel like people are just like i'm just gonna fucking nail it i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want with this bitch also the amount of people who i go into their profiles and boom it's just a shitload of porn that's also (laughs) Very high. I mean, like, staggeringly high. Like, they post a lot of porn? Yeah, they post oh. a lot of porn, or they post pictures of themselves, or they post, or, like, I didn't realize there's such, there's a large group of people on Reddit who just find good pornography and then post it to relevant subreddits. I always thought that were those were just bots. No. I imagined Some a of them are, like, of... real people, and they, like, wow. discuss porn and stuff. Like, I didn't know people oh. were that into porn, oh. you know? What what do you get out of that? I don't know. I think it's just like a community thing. 
I really I, don't know, dude. I don't I really want to know the answer to this question. For, so. <laughs> you should cut this out, but like, you know what I miss jerking off alone? The company. That's why I can't. <laughs> don't cut that. That's brilliant. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a great hour of uh, wonderful talk. Useless. Useless information about Reddit. I didn't and say that Taco word. Bell. You said that oh, word. Oh, <laughs> I know I'm saying that word. I'm a little concerned about the quality of this episode. I will tell you that right now. We could, guys, we could turn it off. We could turn it off right now. <laughs> we can just start over. Let's try again. We could start over right now. Should we actually get into the actual content of our podcast? Yeah. Hayden, what, what have you been consuming this week? I've been listening to a lot of Armchair Expert, and because we were we were doing a little mini road trip across the mountains, I was listening to a lot of Bitch Bible with Nikki as well. It it is so ridiculous. This this one's gonna stay. I yeah, it's the silliest thing I've ever heard, ever. It's great though. Yeah, yeah. The ultimate distraction like, podcast. I, I don't blame you for continuing to listening to it, especially on road trips. What a great time. Yeah, it it fits well. I'm, and it kind of it kind of pairs more with more serious podcasts. You know, you you listen to a serious podcasts, then you're like, "We'll need a break from that." Here's some ridiculousness. Yeah, I'm driving up to Breckenridge tomorrow just to get a little change of scenery for a day or two. And I was thinking, I was like, "What am I going to listen to in the car?" And I I was like, I like have like a bunch of episodes of Bitch Bible lined up. I was like, "Oh yeah, oh, yeah. we're just going to be fucking." <laughs> as the kids would say, "I'm going to be vibing on the way to Breckenridge." <laughs> Uh, or whatever we'll end up listening to next week, but that's not the point. Um, anyway, am I next? Yeah, you're already into it, I feel wait, like. hold on, Hayden. What you listen to, Andrew? Wait, hold on, Hayden, were you not done? Tell me what you else were you listening to. Was that it? That's it. That's it. We're, we're moving on. Oh, I, I, yeah. all right. Edit, edit all that out, Jeff, so I sound smart. Um, <laughs> you always say that, and I always leave in this whole part where you say leave it in so I sound smart. And it's, it's really funny leave to it, me. Leave it in so I sound smart or take it out so I sound smart. <laughs> I'm just trying to sound... I'm trying to sound... You know what I'm trying to sound like, Jeff? Hmm. I'm trying to sound like this very attractive, brilliant thinker <laughs> person. <laughs> I think I am so much think, deep think. I do. Hard think. I think about stuff a lot. Ooh, thoughts. I like it. Oh, I did have one more thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, I finished reading The Gathering Storm. And got to listen to uh, the episode of Legendarium on the Gathering Storm, and that book is so good. It's so good. It's so good. This is part of the uh, Wheel of Time series, which is the most ridiculous long series ever. And I don't know how it could get better. That book was so good, and I thought the last one was so good. It's, it's I'm afraid to continue because I can't believe they're going to keep up. Find out. Jeff is uh, so good at avoiding spoilers. If I had read the Wheel of Time, I'd be like, "Oh, dude, just don't, get, don't you just fucking wait, dude." <laughs> You just fuck away. <laughs> I I'm so glad I didn't read Game of Thrones before the series came out. Like I I did the books in line with the TV show because we had a few friends who we would watch Game of Thrones with and I'd be like, "Man, this is crazy." And they would be like, "Oh, just you fucking wait. <laughs> it gets so fucking crazy. Like you're just like you know nothing, Jon Snow." I was like, "Fuck off, you stupid red ass bitches." Okay? Like, "Oh, you read the books? Fuck you. Okay, just agree with me that it's crazy. I'm just looking for a little friend-on-friend, like, agreeance here. And you have to hit me with that, I've read a book elitism? Get out of here. <laughs> so anyway, 
I read books too. Make, edit all that. You're a thinker, Andrew. Andrew, let's call you Andrew the Thinker. Uh, what you what you been listening to, man? Other than the Bitch Bible. Um, I I actually didn't listen to Bitch Bible this mm. week. Uh, let's see. I so I had I had a lot of time in the car, but it I noticed when I'm stressed in the car, I can't listen to anything. So I wasn't. I didn't really listen to much this week, honestly, and I hate to say it. Like, I hate to be the guy who's like, I didn't listen to anything, because that's like totally ruins the segment. But that being said, I did listen to T.I.'s new album. Are you guys aware of T.I.? You know this guy? You heard of him? I think you should just assume that the answer to every question you have to ask us is no. Okay, so um, T.I. is a rap artist. You may know him uh, from his glory days of the early 2000s. And the song, uh, You Can Have Whatever You Like. Oh, you I know that song. song? Yeah. Yes, where he says multiple times, you can have whatever you like. And that's the Wait, entire no, song. Wait, no, sing it to me. I need to, I need to hear it to really. <clears throat> you can have whatever you like. You know, it's like uh-huh. that, except it's, it's auto-tuned and it's like, you know, has a bassy-ass beat and it makes the, makes the kids go, damn, son. <laughs> Yeah, That's crazy. Uh, this is the same guy. I, I thought you were talking yeah. about some new new hip no, rapper. No, this no. is an old this rapper. Is, no, he, had I mean, that, he had that song about looking all the cardinal directions. He's, he, yes, he's correct. Like, look, look, look to the north. Also, look to the south. Um, look to the east and and uh, the west. And west the, as well. <laughs> not, no, I don't know this but, song. But you know, in, in rap, sounds like a great song. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. you do. I, I didn't oh, sing it nearly as well as you, you uh, would Andrew definitely did. know if you heard it. So I was listening to his new album as one does when they're like in a state of you're stressed to listen to ti yeah i was stressed listening to ti because i was like you know relax me someone like ti who has nothing but value no like no true value to add to my like head or brain but one of the songs the few songs pretty catchy some of the songs you know whoever greenlighted some of these songs should probably be jailed (laughs) like for life maybe because they're bad. I mean, I'm just like, holy shit. Like, that's just like, it's like the closest thing you can be to not being music, but still get away with being called music. So, uh, anyway, that was cool. I, I went, if someone's like, you know, Andrew, should I listen to TI's new album, which is called Libra? And there's a dot between each letter. Like it's an acronym for some reason, which probably stands for like, I barely remember Anthony. <laughs> uh, any <laughs> I, I enjoyed Jeff laughing at the jokes so much more than I enjoyed the jokes themselves. They're not funny. That was a good one. <laughs> They're Meanwhile, not funny. just crying over in the corner. I hope over we here. have a listener named Anthony oh. who's just can use that for the rest of his life. Uh, anyway, so it's called the Libra. All right, Jeff, what are you listening to? First of all, are you less are you less stressed now? Whatever's stressing you out, it's it's over now. Oh, you know, yeah. Um, I think did I talk to you guys about? I think I might talk to you about it. Boris, my cat, my lovely Sphinx nude cat. Uh, he has a heart condition called a dynamic outflow obstruction, which means one of the valves in his heart has a big old bulge, making it very difficult for him to shit blood out of his heart. Um. Which is great, except for the part where it's awful. So it is really unfortunate that he's only two years old and is having this problem because that probably means he'll have heart problems the rest of his life. Uh, 
And, you know, so we, I think I've explained this before. Owning a Sphinx is time consuming, maintenance heavy and expensive. I had to get a $500 heart scan to figure this out. And yeah, but the, the heart scan paid off. The right? heart scan paid this off. This the thing that the, the Sphinx specific vet care you had to do anyways. Yes. It sounds like we, I was there's a reason. You do it every year. You, you just chuck up 500 bucks every year to check out your Sphinx's heart. If you're interested in getting a Sphinx, first of all, you can always feel free to reach out to me. We can talk about it. But uh, they will have heart problems at some point. It's just part of their genetics. They're purebreds. Purebred everything are just, they're just genetic messes. Yeah. So it's just really shitty that Boris is only two years old and has this problem. Because, like I said, it was just, like, stressful. Like, you don't want to, like, I fucking love Boris. He's probably the only thing that kept me. Look, he's right here. You guys can see him. Hi, Boar. He's probably, like, one of the ultimate factors that made me stay, like, sane and, like, happy during the initial parts of my breakup with my ex. Because, you know, it's just like having a little companion with you, you know? And he's, like, my guy. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like that whole thing. So I was like, you know, when your pet is is ill, it's just, it's tough. But positive side. He's probably going to be totally fine. He's on some heart medication right now. We're going back to the cardiologist in a week to check in on his heart, see how the obstruction is changing based on the medication. The doctor said that he said if there was any problem he was going to have at age two with his heart, this is the one to have because it's the most treatable. Huh. So positive news, Boris will probably be fine. Or he will be fine. He's going to be okay. Um, he gets an extra treat every day because I have to wrap his fucking pill in a, you know, like a salmon, like in like this salmon. It smells like death, but he just like, I mean, he could eat the whole bag in the salmon death roll. And then I give it to him. He just eats it up. So he's pumped. He's pumped that he gets to eat salmon every day. And I'm pumped that uh, he's living longer. So that that's what was stressing me out mostly. And then, you know, toss like work, school, obligation, stuff. It's like, ugh, like I was just, you know. I was like, if I lose my cat, I will, I will find someone to kick in the head. Probably a Nazi or something. So I have, so there's justice behind it. I like it. Boris would be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so shit. anyway, that's it. Glad no, no, no. Glad he's doing good. Boris is like the puppy dog of cats. Like, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> like watching him zoom around like that. crazy. And yeah. Yes. He's, he's totally I, awesome. He barely counts as a cat. Yeah. Somewhere He's in the his middle. own thing. It's more I would like agree a ferret. with you. A ferret. <laughs> a ferret. <laughs> I, I would. If there were naked ferrets, you know, I'd, I'd hit that up. Naked mole rat. Oh yeah. Like, you uh, can't own those though. Like that. That. That cartoon. Kim yeah. Possible. Yeah. I remember that. I, this is like he's a much more expensive naked mole rat. Essentially. I wonder if they also smell like Cheetos. Oh, I wonder too. Because <laughs> for anyone who's never interacted with a sphinx before, they smell like stale fritos or mushrooms depending on who you're asking maybe the the different animals smell like different chips so the, <laughs> the, the naked mole rats would be like lays chips you know yeah, oh totally. yeah, the, yeah. The, the, all, each brand picked up their own like naked animal they're like fritos were like oh we've got to nail the sphinx on this one baby like we got to be the ones in i like i like it going the other way they like sniff the cat and they're like oh you know what? That's the perfect flavor. You know what's funny about sniffing the cat is like now I like the way he smells when he's kind of gross. And so like when I see him, like I'll just go, oh, it's a good cat right there. You know, and it's. <laughs> it's have you ever thought about like these are things I do alone where I'm like, thank God no one's here because I just like snorted my cat's head. I remember smelling my dog's paws because they smelled like popcorn. I always thought like the the pads of of, of dog oh, feet yeah. smell like mm. popcorn to me. I think that's a maybe thing. that's just my dog. I don't know. No, no, no. I think that's popcorn a thing. dog. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think you're unnormal for that. I don't think it's unnormal good, good. for Val- validation. Validation. Jeff, what have you been listening to this week? That was good. That was good. Uh, I've actually been reading a ton this week. Uh, Brand Sanderson is the best fantasy author of just of all time. His book is amazing. Seconded and third. Yeah, and the Legendarium podcast because his book, The Way of Kings, is so long. They have three episodes of their podcast for his first book. So I've been mainly listening to a lot of that. I I. I've been all over the place. I listen to a little Sam Harris, a little a little Harmontown, a little more Hello Internet. It's kind of been all over the place. I listen to a little more Bitch Bible. I listen to that podcast with Courtney is a really good time. That's uh she introduced me to the the song I showed you guys. I'll have to put that one in the description as well. There's a song to go wrong with along with the Bitch Bible podcast. That's her grandma leaving a voicemail that they made a remix of, and it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty entertaining. So yeah. Were we talking about this before? Yeah, we talked about it yeah, when we were playing Chat games. The oh, night. that's right, that's right. Okay, you should add the link to it because yeah. it's uh, it was startlingly good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I watched uh, because we were talking about Kumail Nanjiani today. I watched The Big Sick. Did you guys ever see that movie? I have not seen it. His his talking about it makes me want to watch. It. it was really good. I, I haven't though. It's a really what, good what, movie. Would you recommend? Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's it's. Is it a comedy? It's definitely a comedy. Is it? I don't know if I'd call it a romantic comedy because it doesn't fall into that like cheesy romantic jokes as much. It's more of like a I don't know. I guess a it's comedy a romantic with comedy. romance in it. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. Uh, an- Ray Romano was in it. I know he's in movies now, but I hadn't seen it, and he was really good. And I was very surprised. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about before we jump into this? No. We should. Let's talk about armchair expert i forgot the name of the podcast for a second there. <laughs> <That's great. All laughs> we're very professional uh this week we listened to armchair expert with dax shepherd and he has the longest podcast description i've ever seen so here we go it says hi i'm dax shepherd and i love talking to people i am endlessly fascinated by the messiness of human of being human and i find people who are vulnerable and honest about their struggles and shortcomings to be incredibly sexy I invite you to join me as I explore other people's stories. We will celebrate, above all, the challenges and setbacks that ultimately lead to growth and betterment. What qualifies me for such an endeavor? More than a decade of sobriety, a degree in anthropology, and four years of improv training. I will attempt to discover human truths, and quotes, without any laboratory work, clinical trials, or data collection. I will be in the great tradition of the 16th century scientist and armchair expert. That's a very, it's a very formal... Uh, description for his somewhat comedic podcast it's Dax Shepard uh mainly interviewing just lots of famous people like the list of people he's interviewed is it's pretty crazy like and it some of the people are big boy hitters too yeah I I don't know we could go through a list of people but just beg to say like a lot of very famous actors he's uh interviewed a couple NFL coaches he does this thing called expert on expert where he will just talk to some expert in the field and they'll go back and forth on stuff and he doesn't mention his description, but he mainly does his podcast with this woman named Monica Padman, who's kind of like his, uh, I guess I guess we'd call it his assistant or his co-host. Yeah. And he, I don't know. I don't know how to describe this podcast. He just kind of interviews them. It's a very informal interview with Dax Shepard hanging out in his attic. Yeah. Well, and Jeff, you, you mentioned on our uh, podcast review you don't like interview podcasts. Does this one break the mold for that in any no. way? No. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> I was expecting this to be a little bit of a little a little TQ at CJ. <laughs> I knew you were. I, and, I uh, knew it immediately. I've already uh-oh. come in with lots of arguments, but uh oh, okay. Yeah. I knew you two would uh, like it. Let's let's I, hear it. No, no, we, no. We, no, we, I, we I say this all the time. Contention 
makes good content. I feel now, like Hayden, I take it you liked Armchair Expert. You know, it was okay. Oh my god! It's, it's, what the shit? It's 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 good, and I enjoy listening to it. It's one of those ones that like I can if you know if I'm in the car with someone who likes Armchair Expert and we want to listen to a podcast, it fits. I'm, I'm fine listening to it. It's never gonna be my first take of going and listening to something though. What? And I I I think it falls, but it's good. I, I think as an interview podcast, it's it's up there. I think he's entertaining, and they, they they do a lot of good bits, and he has a lot of good guests. What did I do to you guys <laughs> <laughs> to make you hate every podcast I recommend? See what what have I done? I've decided that I just hate everything because while I was listening to this, I was like, <laughs> "This is a great, this is a fine <laughs> podcast," and yet I'm like thinking of all the reasons why. I don't really like it. Look, I, I I was making a joke. You guys don't have to like it. And in fact, like I wouldn't describe this as like. And again, the reason I suggested is because I'm a man of the people, and people were like, "Oh, if you listen to this podcast, I really like it." So yeah. it's really popular for a reason, though. I overall liked it, but we can get into that. What exactly? I mean, is it the interview thing? What is what's missing for you here? Because I think it's interesting people talking about interesting stuff being interesting hey, no, do you What's want me their... to go first or do you want to do you want to dive into your no no uh i feel i feel like you're a little lower than me so so let me let me try to talk okay. at it because for me it's a good podcast i don't think there's anything wrong with it i think it's a good podcast it falls below my other favorite podcast but that's that's a high bar to reach but as a podcast it's good i think uh he's a really entertaining person who talks about well, everything with really entertaining guests for the most part. And I really liked the episode we did. But that being said, I really liked the episodes we listened to. Talking, listening to three dudes talk about lifting was so surprisingly amazing. I loved it. I'm so glad. It, it was great. It was such a bro-y podcast and I enjoyed it so, so much. I think it kind of fits with the three of us because we used to be uh old school broy lifting partners in college oh yeah yeah so for the listeners we listened to uh episode 188 men's bodies with kamel nanjiani and rob <laughs> michelini and then we also listened to this episode 108 with just had kamel on it i think it's Henny, but it yeah doesn't thank matter. you i have no idea how to say he's that, from right? he's he's mac and always sunny in philadelphia for yeah. all those who don't know that's that's how i know him. yeah that's how like i think 99 percent of the world knows him but and it was so good Oh my god! I was just having, I was broing the fuck out. I was, I was, I, like I said, I, that was, I, I was listening to that in the car because I did have a lot of driving to do. But, and and I was just like, I was gonna skip my workout because I was gonna be home at like ten thirty p.m. And I was like, ah, it's ten thirty. And I listened to that episode on my way home. I was like, I gotta fucking get get. Like, I gotta work out right now. <laughs> was, oh my god! It was amazing. What was the I, I and it was funny. I actually kind of guessed Jeff that you weren't gonna love that episode because, like, I think I don't. I think you liked lifting with Hayden and I in college, mm -hmm. but Hayden and I were like kind of lifting bros, and you were like, "Oh, I like doing this. It's something different." Yeah, I mainly did it because I wanted to hang out. Yeah, yeah, you wanted to hang out yeah. and do something yeah. else. Yeah. Social yeah. lifting. Yeah, which is totally valid. That's a good thing to do. For some background, in this podcast, they go into these actors lifting a bunch to, to achieve this like perfect movie star superhero physical physique. And then they talk about like what they liked about that, kind of what the training was like and more of the psychology aspect of like 
oh, what it what it does to you and how you can't go back and certain inferiority complexes and idealizing male bodies, that kind of thing. So they were all over the place with it. Yeah. And and like the good and bad thing about picking this episode is this is a very unique episode of Armchair Expert. None of the other episodes are like that episode. Like that one is yeah. they just like decided to have an episode where they're just like, we're going to talk about our fucking bodies for two hours. And it's going to be great. And yeah, I thought it was so fascinating, though, because I got a lot of validation. I, I don't know if you guys do this, but the part where they're like, can you guys like do you guys look at other men? And they're like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I do that all the fucking time. Like I like <laughs> I will look at yeah. other dudes might like one million times more than I'll look at other men or other, uh, women who are like sexy, you know? Like, there'll be a hot girl, I'm like, nice. But then there's, like, a dude who's just, like, shredded. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <sighs> Hold on. What's going on here, sir? <laughs> you know? Like, I will, like, follow them around stores to be like, is that natural? Is that, is that right? No, no, I think that's natural. It looks like he's on a cutting cycle right now. What's he buying? Oh, is that just chicken breast and broccoli? Oh, he's cutting. Like, <laughs> have, have you ever done the thing they mentioned on the podcast? Have you ever met someone for the first time and then immediately commented on how jacked they are? Yes. <laughs> absolutely i love that yeah i i have been i've done it to strangers i've had like this ruined a date for me a few years ago this was before my ex but i was on a date and this the dude who was serving us was just i mean just a fucking i mean just a beefcake man he was just like he was like six three and just made of steel and i was like he was he was our server and i was i was like he was like can i get anything else he's like just one question (laughs) like classic andrew how how is this possible i was like how is this i was like making like a shape around his body it's like how is this possible like how many how hours? many hours a week yeah, how many hours G- like, give me an hour what, figure like, what's the diet like you know and, and he was like well i could sit here all night and talk to so us like sit on down <laughs> sit on down and my date was like uh should i leave i was like no 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 no. but and, like, and you're like, like yeah yeah actually yeah, could you I mean, could you like i just five minutes it really. was like I, it was a bumble day so i was almost like eh, you could go but it was uh like i feel some chemistry yeah and, and i but it's just fascinating because again it's that uh, they talk about in the episode but it's, it's this appreciation for the absurd amount of work and time you have to put in to get a body a physique like that something that i've never been able to commit to and they talk about in the show no one should aim for that it is you have to have such a crazy lifestyle and they were all backed by movie studios to get bodies like that so it's like you know that's the only time it's like feasible in my mind it's when you're getting paid to do it because think about that guy he was shredded to bits but he was probably a server so he could spend four plus hours in the gym every day jeff what about you like do you vibe with the same idea well so i think the big difference for me is that like runners, I definitely get that with. Like you gotta watch a mar- like a marathon. Yeah. You gotta watch two hours of someone running. You're like, whoa! Like look at how crazy they are and, and stuff like that. Never, never lifters. There's there's a small part of my runningness that looks at people with lots of muscle and just being like, well, that shit's slowing you down, man. Like if you lost a lot of that, you'd be oh, a lot faster, you know? That's what I was thinking. I think this is so sports specific yeah. because Andrew, you're more of a lifter, right? Yeah. So like it's it, it's that idealized type. And in general, in the populace, that's kind of like the male sport i don't know so that becomes like the generalized top of male beauty perfection whatever being a jacked ass yeah a jacked, a jacked ass <laughs> a jacked yeah, ass i was bro. trying to come up with like a lot of adjectives yeah. and then i thought of too many of them and i'm like trying to say swole and jacked beefcake uh you know all these different words and i said nothing instead but i think for different sports it gets in a different way and i i feel that same thing about running and 
I feel that same thing about other sports. Like uh, I think climbing could be like a little bit of a specific thing because for running and for climbing, muscle becomes a detriment past a point. Yeah. And for climbing, it's like, I've done this. I did this to your friend, Andrew, where it's like, you can tell just by forearms and you just see people and like, that guy's a fucking climber. Look at how thick oh, his yeah. forearms are. And oh, so I, yeah. I get the, the vibe for it. Cause I definitely, you know, you see that thing that is the thing you want in the sport and you kind of marvel at it, but yeah. Right. But I, I think even my idealized type would aim more towards that like lean muscle side. I, I don't find like the, the super jack thing. That's not like, yeah, maybe I would want to look like that, but I would never want to carry that kind of weight around. It, no. it becomes such an impediment. Agreed. And I think of all of us, I was I think I'm the only person who's ever wanted to be like super duper jacked. Like, <laughs> like and, can't fit through the doorway, Jack. Yeah. Like you like, try to touch your ear and your biceps too big, you can't reach your head. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh god, I wish I could do my hair, but my fucking biceps are in the way. <laughs> uh for me it was though I, I I don't know, like I got out of that mindset like when we were like I said, when I was like the biggest I had ever been, I kinda I was like, you know, this is great. I should do this forever. Um, but then I realized that no one finds it hot except for dudes. And I thought it was interesting how they talked about it in the show. They're like, my wife, like they're talking about their wives and their wives are like, this is not attractive. I don't like you like this, which was crazy to me. Even now, like, I was like, it's kind of nuts, you know, because they, they're very attractive men and very robust bodies. Um, honestly, I was hoping we were just going to sit here and jerk off about how much we like other men's bodies, but clearly I'm the only one who does that, so... I, I thought I thought overall the episode was like so fun though. Yeah. I had, did you like was it torture to listen to or were no. you like not? No. Oh, I, okay. I all right. So I'll, I'll get into it a little bit. I have listened to a lot of this podcast. Courtney really likes it. There was a time where I was like, this was my main podcast, and I went through quite a bit of them. And I I do think it's a good podcast. Dex is really entertaining. The episodes are are usually pretty good. I, I there are two things that after listening to it a bunch start to. To bother me to the point where listening to more of them, I, I like is, is a struggle. And the first one is that Dax is a, is a really funny guy, and he's like a good personality. But he's hosting this interview podcast, and he spends a ton of the time talking about himself and turning many conversations <laughs> into himself. And and yeah. with Kumail, luckily Kumail's a funny guy and like good at interjecting. But when he has a more quiet guest on, it feels like four fifths of the podcast is Dax talking about himself and like interrupting people to talk about himself. And it like it hurts after a little while where you're like, oh, Dax, like mm. let him talk. And the second thing that that I that is the reason I don't really listen to this podcast is that him and Monica, they like intellectually binge. They, they watch a lot of documentaries. They read a lot of fascinating stuff. But I feel like Dax has the worst Dunny-Kruger effect of anybody out there. Cause what is that? The Dunny-Kruger that effect is, is, is uh, the, the peak of how much you know versus how much you think you know. And like, it's like you start to read about a subject and so you feel like you know a lot about it, but then the more you know about it, the more you realize you don't know anything about it. And then that curve continues oh, to go so up. He's, he's at the top of the, that initial curve. I have seen that. For I forgot those names. tons of stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Where he just, it's, he knows enough to be dangerous. That's, that's yeah. how I would describe yeah. him. And so yeah. he's got all these experts on and he'll start talking about something like he knows about a lot about it. And they're like, well, no, like, it's not actually like that. Like it's like this. And he talks with a lot of authority about things that he doesn't know anything about. And that's fine. They, uh, Monica does a thing at the end where she fact checks everything in the episode. And the fact check. Really yes. cool. But it's like you I have to so make it to the that. end to get the fact check. Those are my complaints. It's a good podcast, okay. though. You know, 
it's good that they do the fact check, and I'm glad that's part of it. Yeah. That being said, after listening to, I probably listened to like ten episodes. I don't like the fact check. <laughs> really? I want to skip it. I get to that that part, and I'm like, podcast over. Time to check out. Move on. Why? And I've never done that for another podcast. I don't know why. I just I don't find it as entertaining. I, I did. Found, did you not have that? I found the fact checks that I've listened to enjoyable because Monica's oh, okay. like Monica dunks on Dax, and I just think that's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. Like, I don't know. I think that, and he's kind of like, well, and she's like, no, 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 well, like it. <laughs> Like Googled it. It's right there. Yeah. It's and this could be a thing where like I was just listening to certain episodes where yeah. it wasn't that fun or something like that. But not everyone is gonna be fun, probably. It is really cool that they do that. Yeah, I think I think I think it's, it says a lot about everyone involved, honestly. Yeah. I thought yeah, I like it a lot. I and I overall like this podcast too. I don't know if we're doing final thoughts or not, but like what I'm trying to say is like Final I, Thoughts. I, I really like it was just like good listening. Yeah. I don't know. It was like it was one of those podcasts where it's like there's enough intellectual stimulation. I don't feel smarter for listening to it, but do I feel I feel stimulated listening to it? <laughs> you know, I'm like it's like tickling the right brain waves to make me happy. And I think this one just I don't know. It's nice to hear people like I I'm not saying like I, I obsess over people's bodies or anything, but like when I see someone who's like really jacked, I'm like, holy fuck. Like I like I will notice and like pay attention to that dude. And I just was like, good, glad I'm not the only one who's done that because that would make me feel a little crazy, <laughs> you know? It's a little. Like, when I'm at the gym, I kind of scope around. Like, sometimes, like, someone's doing, like, a fuckload on bench. I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> you know? And, like, got my binoculars out at the gym, and they're like, you don't need those. And they're like, how'd you get in with those? And I'm like, oh, t- please leave me alone, security. I'm yeah, trying to watch people that. lift. You're looking at the guy who's curling more than you can bench press? Yes. Yeah, that's always a nice point where you're like, oh, my, my. God, my lord, sir, sir, do you know how much weight that is? Let me tell you how much weight you're lifting. Yeah, you're like, can I spot you? And they're like, I don't need to be spotted. It's like, no, 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 let me spot you. <laughs> There's this, the other thing is like just anomalies at the gym I like to watch. Um, There's interesting characters at the just gym. It's good people character. watching. It's great people watching. I will tell you about this one dude, um, and you can cut this out because I don't know how it fits into the situation, but... There was this one dude at the gym I used to go to before COVID and he straight up has a 12 inch penis, like flaccid. (laughs) The problem with having a 12 inch penis is you cannot hide it (laughs) in gym shorts. You can't. And so this dude literally has like a fucking grandfather clock dong (laughs) whipping around while he's doing weights. And I can't look away. I can't. it's the most distracting thing. And he would be, he had the same gym schedule as me. So he was there every fucking day. And I was like, he must've noticed me looking. Cause I swear, I like might as well have been like, holy shit. And I'd be like, hey, hey, is everyone seeing this guy's giant dick? Am I the only one who's can see this dick from here? Like, and it's, it was so uh, anyway. So I look at people is what I'm trying to say. I observe. And uh, it apparently is mostly men. <laughs> My Sometimes ex- you're like, sir, what's your what's your below the waist, above the thigh uh, lifting routine? I, I got to know. <laughs> <laughs> How many dick ups do you do? <laughs> so anyway, I like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're done I talking about to- the grandfather clock. <laughs> Final thoughts, Andrew. You like it? So uh, I listened to both episodes. We didn't really talk about the other Camille Nanjiani episode. But you were right. I don't. I haven't listened to an episode with a quiet guest. I think I'd be pissed off because 
whenever Dak was trying to relate himself to Camille's story, I was like, eh, you don't really fit in the story here. Um, not a bad way. I, they're friends and they clearly like each other. So I was yeah. like, oh, this, it felt more like a conversation than a let Dak's. Let me, I'm Dax, and let me talk about me. Um, and I like, honestly, I really like Dax Shepard when he talks about himself. So it didn't bother me if he did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think he's a really interesting character and his story is also fascinating. Um, I would, I don't know how, like, this is one of those shows where I will probably go back and find guests who I know and like, and I want to hear how they do the podcast. But I don't think this is like an every week podcast for me. Yeah. Uh, it's still good. It's still entertaining. It's still fun. And I get why so many people like it, especially people who like celebrities. Like, I don't really know that many celebrities, like by name. I know what they look like. Like, when someone, fuck, I forgot who Dax Shepard's wife is. She was in The Good Place, the main Kristen character in The Bell. Good Place. Kristen Bell. When someone's like, oh, yeah, Dax is married to Kristen Bell. I was like, who the fuck is that? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Right. And so, uh, which is also interesting, but yeah. not the point. Um, okay, overall, good. Very specific group of people. This is what I would describe as a uh, chaotic good podcast down the line because I think everything means well, but boy, how they get there is not necessarily <laughs> the best route. So, yeah, uh, yeah, great. It's great overall. I, good overall. Good overall. Liked it. Yeah. What uh, do we have a new scale for this week? I can't think of one. How no. many curls would you give this podcast? Oh, the episode with the three of them, like ten out of ten curls, a, a ten by ten set of curls 10 out of 10 curls perhaps with a drop set right after yeah it's so good you want to double down yeah maybe a little like yeah maybe a little like super set in there i don't know i bet you they're open to it <laughs> all right cut that out uh jeff or jeff or Hayes, like how, whoever wants to go I, next. I like how essentially you said that I, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna take this spot and make you go last hayden if that's all right with you yeah sure, sure. uh yeah it's it's the armchair expert it's a pretty good podcast dax is like a professional friend I feel like he can have anybody <laughs> on his episodes, and they talk like pals, and that's great. I I don't love it. Um, I don't love anything, apparently. I hate all podcasts. I will never give anything a five out of five except for Harmontown, so don't listen to me. <laughs> it's a fine podcast. <laughs> I hate what I didn't like about it. Yep, one out of ten curls. Uh, Hayden? One out of ten curls? I don't, I'm just wow, giving you shit. I have oh, no okay, idea. Okay. I don't know. I, is it just like how much I like it? That's how many curls I give it? No, no. Our, all of our scales are based on how you feel. If, uh, okay. It doesn't matter how Let you me, base them. If you were to call this ep- this podcast a lift in the gym, what, what lift would it be for you? Uh, It's a bench press. It's useless. It's useless, <laughs> but it, useless it feels strong when you do it. Uh, Yeah. It's far from a squat. A squat, is we all know, is the ideal lift. Yeah. Hard to argue yeah. with that one. I you definitely nailed it, Andrew. Though this is chaotic good for sure. Like, yeah, that was good. I'd agree with that. I think uh, this podcast is one of the best interview podcasts. But I, as well, am not a huge fan of interview podcasts. So it's it's entertaining. But like, if my if my interest peaks were of like learning things and then like entertainment podcasts. This this kind of is right in the valley in between those two. It's not quite informative, and it's not quite as funny as other things. And for that reason, I would go to other things for those two two once. But overall, it it, it is a good podcast, and I I would agree with the I would sample specific episodes, but there's no way I could like just burn through the whole repertoire. There there are many things I would go to before that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't I don't see myself coming back anytime soon unless someone if someone recommends me another episode, I'll probably listen. That's usually, I think that's how I'll go about this podcast. Someone's like, oh, did you hear blah, blah, blah on Armchair Expert? I'd be like, no, but I like that person. I'll definitely go listen. You know, that'd be the situation, I think. That being yeah. said, I loved 
listening to a podcast about lifting a lot, I think I've been missing the the broy gym vibes. So I, I enjoyed this specific episode quite a lot. And you did. I, I would call this both. like a lat pull down of of a podcast. I think oh. I, I think yeah, it's not everyone Completely is really gonna like fucking it. Fucking useless. Yeah, no, no, because the bro will see it from across the thing and be like, ah, that muscle. That oh, one muscle. Dude, that's that's true. Everyone who does lat lat yeah. pull downs and they know what a fucking toned ass lat looks like, they'll you're be like, like oh, ooh, fuck yeah. Ooh. I see that peeking ooh, it's, out. So you're saying it's ah. a if you know you know podcast. Yeah. That's where it fits. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. Wait, what do I think it is? Yeah, what if you if it was a lift, what would what would it be for you? Uh it would be it would be curls in front of the mirror. <laughs> so that way between sets you can kind of be like, oh, oh shit you know like see the vein popping out of your bicep a little bit like oh man whoa i fucking rule that's, that's oddly accurate yeah Ch- check around yeah. to make sure everyone else can see you rule as well you know fucking scoping out grandfather clock dong like see watching <laughs> <laughs> listen i know we were gonna do email but we're already a little long can we can we save our emails for next week yeah let's say i guess all right what are, what are we listening to next week whose pick is it Next week we're going to be listening to Throughline. It's a it's a, a facts podcast that talks about history and how history it relates to our current events. I think it's really good. We're going to listen to it. I'm going to tell you guys what episode. Okay. Cool. Lovely. Sounds great. I'm going to call it Through Lab. Through Six Lab. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Every podcast should be called Something Lab if it's about <laughs> smart stuff. Tangent Quest Lab. Tangent Quest. <laughs> <laughs> it does add like a little ring to it i kind of like it yeah doesn't it yeah. oh my god yeah. all right andrew tql tql tangent quest lab any any final words for us oh god tql uh, sj um what's the s for uh, circle jerk jeff s, s. oh first circle, circle? <laughs> oh, <Hayden. laughs> there's your final words jeff oh all right i'll take it <laughs>